Hello and welcome back to Waking Up With Mel. This is episode 29 and it's Mother's Day. I'm a mother. If you're a mother out there, happy Mother's Day. I had to get this episode out today because it's so important to me to speak on this. The The name of this podcast is, today is going to be called Waking Up to Word Trickery because I feel like so many words right now are being manipulated, misused, and then I started looking back and I'm like, oh, this is nothing new under the sun. And what started this whole podcast coming into existence is a conversation I had. I had this conversation at a birthday party and it was a lot of people there that are very what we call, um, I guess, liberal. I hate labeling people because we're so much more than labels, but they have very much of that liberal mentality where uh, one guy was talking about his sister being pregnant and not wanting to find out the gender because we're going to let the kids pick now. I mean, these same people saying these things two years ago screamed at me in public, strangers, I didn't even know because I wouldn't wear a mask because it was science to wear a mask. And now we somehow lost the science of gender, which blows my mind. So we started talking about different things and the moon landing comes up. And if you have never listened to my waking up to NASA lies, you know what I think about that. You, If you've ever read the Bible, you should know that God has always talked about the way he's created the earth and it's never spinning. It's always on a firm foundation according to the word of the Lord. And uh, yeah, I just have a hard time with the whole NASA thing. Well, this person bought it, buys it, you know, hook, line and sinker. And as a matter of fact, had just done, um, I guess like some type of documentary or something showing and trying to prove that we really went to the moon. So, I'm like, yeah, I don't believe it. And he was like, oh, so you think Stanley Kubrick filmed it? I'm like, as a matter of fact, I do. Um, he even left clues for you to see. But anywho, I said, you know what? Even the uh, Buzz Aldrin has been more than once stating that they've never went there. That poor guy, I think, it has drove him to drink. And literally, the fact that we never went there and he had to fake this lie all these years and just lie and lie and lie. I really, that's got to get to people. And I went to pull up the video and I'll pull it up for you right now and play it. And he said, Oh, I don't even want to watch it. Facts checkers said it's not real. And I was like, so you're not even going to watch it. And, and before fact checkers existed, I said, people really believe fact checkers. Cause I always, in my, the way I look at fact checkers is, if they have a fact check on it, it's probably true and they just don't want people to believe it. And so they put a fact check on it, but I didn't think people really believed fact checkers. So I did a little research and I was like, wow, every single fact quote unquote checker is a university, uh, 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 media, like it's all just a joke. And I was like, how could anybody believe fact checkers like whoa okay and then I started thinking when did that word even like where did fact checking even start because in my opinion you are you you listener are the fact checker of your life like do you believe that's a fact or not what kind of research have you done to back up that fact I was somehow somewhere along the way we lost 
just common sense because science isn't something that you just want to be true. It's something that you can prove to be true. And there's so many things with the last 20 years that we or even two years, but last several years that we can prove aren't true. And one of them, have you ever felt yourself spinning? Yeah, me neither. Why does the sun set on in the same place every single night? You know, why does the sun rise in the same place every single night? Like people need to quit believing what they're told and start to just look. And when somebody says something out of their mouth, you might want to believe it. Then that's the and or even listen and then make the discernment if you want to believe it. So the first time I played this for a family member, they were like, oh, he's probably joking. And then Fact Checkers comes along and now Fact Checkers says it's a doctored video, which it's not. I mean, maybe it's a doctored interview, but he still answered the same way. And now people won't even watch it because it's Fact Checkers. The people fact checking are liberals and they're going to fact check anything that they don't want a liberal to believe. But what's weird is they're only indoctrinating their own camp because nobody else is believing fact checkers. I just got a fact check on a post I posted the other day. And it wasn't even like this isn't true because this it said, is titanium dioxide bad for you? Because this woman was saying they put it in all this toxic stuff in our food. And like, why are they putting the same thing in our food that they put in our sunscreen? And the fact check on it was, well, is that really bad for you? Question mark. That's not a fact check, okay? That's just a question. It's just so stupid. So let's talk about other fun word trickeries we've had. And another thing I want to say is God created the world with words. You have to understand the importance of your words. I've noticed throughout my life that we as human beings are our worst bullies to ourselves. If you are sitting there speaking in your heart and say out loud, I'm so stupid, I'm so ugly, I'm so this, why would you do that to yourself? I've heard people that are working and they say GD, which is G-O-D and then D-A-M-M after it. And I'm like, why would you ask God to damn your work? Like that is so stupid. And so many, or this new one where a lot of people, oh, I'm dead when they think something's so funny. I'm like, why would you say that? People need to understand the power of words, but they also need to understand the power of word trickery because it is so easy to take a word and and change it. And, you know, a fact checkers I started with, and I'm going to play you real quick that time that we first all heard it, heard that we needed this factor. Oh, we need to go fact check. I mean, I Googled and I'm like, when did fact checkers exist? And they tried to say it's been around before this, but this, I have never, I'm 40 some years old, never heard the word fact checkers until 2016 at the Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump debate. And I'm going to play it for you right now citizens, Mr. Trump. Well, well, first I have to say one thing, very important. Secretary Clinton is talking about taking out ISIS. We will take out ISIS. Well, President Obama and Secretary Clinton created a vacuum the way they got out of Iraq because they got out, they shouldn't have been in, but once they got in, the way they got out was a disaster. 
and ISIS was formed. So she talks about taking them out. She's been doing it a long time. She's been trying to take them out for a long time. But they wouldn't have even been formed if they left some troops behind, like 10,000 or maybe something more than that. And then you wouldn't have had them. Or, as I've been saying for a long time, and I think you'll agree because I said it to you once, had we taken the oil, and we should have taken the oil, ISIS would not have been able to form either because the oil was their primary source of income. And now they have the oil all over the place, including the oil, a lot of the oil in Libya, which was another one of her disasters. Secretary Clinton. Well, I hope the fact checkers are turned up and turning up the volume and really working hard. So, yeah, that's how she an answered her <laughs> that question. Well, I hope fact checkers are getting ready to make sure everything I'm going to say is true and everything he says is a lie. It's so ridiculous. I'm someone who's been censored since 2021, and it is ridiculous that we are not able to have free speech in the United States of America. And if you listen to fact check anything, you need to check your head because you are being told what the truth is by somebody who has an agenda, and that is not for you or this country, okay? All right, so we're going to move on from fact-checking. The next word trickery I want to talk about is global warming. You do not hear this word anymore because the world never warmed up. In fact, the core supposedly got colder. So they had to say, well, let's start calling it climate change. Okay, guys, the only thing that's the reason the climate's changing the way it is is because they are manipulating our weather. If you do not know about Kim trails, then you are living with your head in sand and you should look it up. They used to say it was a conspiracy, but now they have to admit and gladly admit that they're doing it. You know why they're spraying chemicals in the sky like aluminum and things like that that come down on you? Because they're trying to protect you from the sun that God put out there for you. And I also want to talk about sunscreen just real quick because sunscreen is the biggest scam ever, you guys. And I see everybody buy into it. And it's sad to me. You have natural sunscreens out there, okay? I use coconut oil. Um, there's other ones. Look them up yourself. But your skin is the biggest organ out there on your body, okay? Biggest organ. And it absorbs everything that you put on it. And they have you guys putting on stuff to protect you from the sun, wearing sunglasses and all this crazy stuff that causes more cancer than the sun itself. And if you really start to do some research, you'll see if you do not wear sunglasses, I quit wearing them about two years ago, your eyes tell your body how much melatonin to produce to protect you from the sun. It, I mean, our body is so awesomely created and we're over here trying to protect ourselves from things that God gave us. The sun is very, very good for you. It helps you not get depression. It helps with all kinds of things. And people are brainwashed to believe it's going to cause cancer. So they hide from it. We live in the most insane world. I swear to God. It is so hard sometimes to live in this world and be like, act like everything's going okay when it's like behind you is blowing up. And so that that's another word trickery climate change and global warming that people just buy into they used to say cow farts were warming up the world you guys what happened to that one <laughs> I mean, this is 
so stupid. And they have, they're teaching it in school. It's just like the globe. You're handed a globe at kindergarten and we're never questioning it. We never say, hey, little kindergarten kids, we're told we're spinning around 6,666 miles per, per whatever. Let's, let's put water on this globe and spin it and see if it stays in the ocean. <laughs> Why isn't it flying to the sides of the world? Why aren't we all stuck to the side of the earth? Like when we get in that little fair ride and you, it looks like a spaceship and they spin it around so fast that everybody floats up to the top of the wall. Why aren't we doing that constantly every single day if we're spinning that fast? Like, why don't we ask ourselves questions? And I guarantee fact checkers would say, it's been proven that we went to the, by who? By who's proven it? And another thing, if what's his face, Bill Armstrong was the first man to walk on the moon. How did that, how'd they film have you guys ever went and watched that? Like they're filming that thing landing on the moon. Who's on the moon filming that? Like nobody asks themselves these simple, basic questions. I shouldn't say nobody because a lot of people do. All right. The next word trickery word that bugs me so much is woman's rights. Yes, I want women to have rights. I'm a woman. Of course, I want women to have rights. But do you realize that the right to ch kill a child isn't a right for that unborn child? Like, it's just the most ridiculous thing. We should have the right to choose. To choose to be a murderer? You want to be a murderer? Like, did, did anybody tell you that, that murder is bad, especially babies? And these same women that are all about murder of a human baby that didn't even get a choice to choose anything would cry to see a puppy get kicked. But yet they will go rip their child out of their body limb by limb by limb with a vacuum. And yeah, I mean, it's a joke. If you think that's a woman's right, you are a joke to me. That is not a right to be okay with abortion. And I'm sick and tired of it. I, like I used to be kind of quiet about the subject and I will tell anybody right to their face what I just said. I do not care if you hate me forever. I've lost friends over the subject that I was friends with for years and I We'll end with this one on this topic. If you've had an abortion in the past, God forgives you and so does your child. But you need to acknowledge that child, acknowledge that that was a sin and ask for forgiveness. And then you can move forward from that. But it's so weird to me that women will sit there and grieve and acknowledge that a miscarriage is sad, but not an abortion. It is a sick world we live in with some weird word trickery that is a bunch of BS. All right, next word I want to talk about. Woke. <laughs> this one is funny to me because Donald Trump started woke. And they, the libs, somehow took it over. And I love it. And I think it's so funny. So the first time I ever heard the word woke was in right before the lockdown. And everybody was about ready to put masks on. And I was like, no, do guys stand up for your rights. This is slavery. Don't do it. Yeah, I even showed back then how they used to put masks on black slaves. It was horrid. And I was like, you guys, now they're making y'all slaves. And everybody got mad at me for, you know, I got so hammered. So the first day the mask mandate went into effect in Albuquerque, New Mexico, I went to the grocery store with a hat that I bought on the Donald Trump website. And it was to help 
black voters, supposedly. And it was a white hat. I still have it. Signed with Donald Trump's signature on the side. And in black writing, it says woke, all big. W-O-K-E. And I wore it. And I went to the store with everybody wearing their masks. And I had that hat on. <laughs> and I took a picture. And I posted it on Facebook. And I... That was the first taste of what the next few years were going to be like for me because I got hammered by all my coworkers, by all my students that were following me on Facebook, by strangers. They would they put um, cult on like instead of woke, they put cult and put my picture up. They called me a clown. Like they said, you know, everything that you could possibly say. And then somehow the over the course of two years that word got associated with the woke agenda. It's so weird to me and it's so funny. So I have this hat from the Donald Trump website from 2016 that says woke and I bought it straight from Donald Trump's website <laughs> and it makes me laugh because I wouldn't wear it at all now. No way in hell because guess who would judge me? The Donald Trump people. It's so funny. I love it. So that word, it cracks me up woke. The next word is a new word that I had never heard of until just recently, and it's called M-A-P-S. It's actually more of an abbreviation. It's a minor attracted person, and that's equal to a pedophile. So if you hear that word maps, identify as this or that, uh, that's a pedophile, and they should be in prison, okay? So that's all I'm going to say about that one. Another word I just learned was pansexuality. And that's basically that you have no moral compass at all. And you're just going to sleep with men, women, and all of it. So you're not now you're not a lesbian or gay. You're just pan, apparently. And that's a new nice push they're doing on people. I don't know if you guys read the Bible, but if you don't, it says that the end times people will be like this. They will do whatever. They, it will be a free, fall, free for all. And that's just like it was in the days of Noah. Do I think the end time is here? I think we're close, but I, you know, I think that a lot of glory has to happen first. A lot people don't even believe God's real. They don't even believe God's real. The Bible says Jesus is coming for a pure and spotless bride. The church that I know today, some lady was in church and she flipped off the preacher. That's how bad the church is right now. Okay, so I'm not seeing Jesus coming anytime soon. Only Jesus knows. Only God knows. But you know, I just think the world has a lot more to do. And I think that we have to show the glory of God through our actions and words before the end will come. And the Bible says, Jesus said that we will do greater works than he. And I've said this before. He raised the dead. He healed the blind. Are our words healing anything yet? I hear so many people speak death over their own lives. They're sick and they're like getting ready to just check out rather than check in and fight. Like it's just, it's so important to understand words and word trickery and the power of your words. And that's why I'm doing a whole stinking podcast about it today. The next word that's been around for a long time that I think people are barely starting to wake up to, but they've talked about it. Presidents forever talk about it. If you go listen to clips after clip after clip, they talk about the new world order. And in fact, I'm going to play a clip from the presidential debate with George Bush, the old guy that's dead, and Bill Clinton. And they have some little gal come up and say, since we're going into the new world order, that's a one world government, guys. It's a cashless system. It's a beast system. Like, we do not want the new world order. And people don't even realize that they've been pushing this new world order for so long. 
it's an important word to understand and know. So let's listen to that question, that little debate real quick. A question here on international affairs, hopefully. We've come to a position uh, where we're in a new world order, and I'd like to know what the candidates feel our position is in this new world order and what our responsibilities are as a superpower. Mr. President? Well, we have come to that position. Since I became president, 40, 43, 44 countries have gone democratic, no longer totalitarian, no longer living under dictatorship or communist rule. This is exciting. This is new world order to me means freedom and democracy. I think we will have a continuing responsibility as the only remaining superpower to stay involved. If we pull back in some isolation and say we don't have to do our share or more than our share anymore, uh, I believe you're going to just ask for conflagration that we'll get involved in in the future. Okay, guys, do you realize we do not want to be a democracy? We are a republic to the republic for which it stands one nation under God. I really think people need to understand the difference between what what he just said as we got all these countries to now be a de democratic and democracy. That's that's not good. I, I have, as a matter of fact, have this wheel that tells you the difference between what a republic is and a democracy. And let me get it and read it to you real quick. All right. This might blow some of your guys' mind, but, you know, it's important. And the more word trickery, right? So a republic. We are constitution-based decisions, laws, and decisions made by chosen representative complying to a constitution um, limitation on government. And then what we have in common with a democracy is we all want vote for change. We all want free market and economies. We all want free choice and equal rights. Okay. Now, a democracy, this is a huge difference. They are majority-based decisions, laws and decisions made by voting majority. Okay, that's all cool. But listen to this. No limitations on government. We need limitations on government. We do not want a new world order. We do not want to be a democracy. And... The thing that people also need to realize, this isn't a Republican Democratic Party thing. That's why there's a word rhinos, which are people, Republicans that are, are against what Republican really stands for. There's The Democrat and Republicans are on the same side because we haven't been voting. We haven't been able to actually have our vote count for who we really want to win until Donald Trump. And that's why everything's so darn crazy right now, because he is not part of the new world order. And people need to understand that all these other assholes are. And yes, I say that word again, because they are. Now, if you don't believe me, you can go back and you can hear all of them have their pledge allegiance, their alliance to the new world order. They even staged that question in 1992. Now I'm going to play you a clip of Biden saying, Welcome to the new world order, folks. Now is a time when things are shifting. We're gonna, there's gonna be a new world order out there, and we've got to lead it, and we've got to unite the rest of the free world in doing it. So anyway. Okay, everybody. I think I've proven my point on word trickery, and to be aware of it, and just to really be mindful of the words you speak. I'm going to end this podcast today with a little testimony from Kathy O'Brien, who is an amazing woman. I love her so much. I talk about her all the time. And she survived mind control, MKUltra, through the government. She saw behind the scenes with this new world order, and she has stuff to say about it. She's been talking about it for years. She's still alive. Still go look up Kathy O'Brien. 
listen to her testimony, but here's a little section of it, how she's explaining how it's not just, it's every faction, okay? It's churches that are involved in this New World Order to the government, and we have to be aware, and we have to know and see what's going on in the world around us, and here's a little eye-opener for you. Political retreat where the Michigan governor's mansion is located. It was a... A bohemian grove of sorts where politicians met and discussed New World Order controls, where they discussed mind control, mind control of the masses, mind control in the school systems, how to use occultism as a trauma base. One of my sexual abusers at that time was the Prime Minister of Canada, Pierre Trudeau. Pierre Trudeau is a professed Jesuit. Now, the Jesuits are an intelligence arm of the Catholic Vatican. There's a criminal faction within these Jesuits. I'm certainly not saying all Catholics are bad, nor am I saying all CIA is bad or all politicians. Trudeau represented this criminal faction of the, the Catholic Church, of the Jesuits, who believed in mind control of the masses because they wanted to be the one world church in the new world order. The money that was being brought in through the church was funding new world order controls. And he firmly believed in mind control. Another sexual abuser of mine was then Michigan Senator and later US Congressman Guy Vanderjagt. This is the same Guy Vanderjagt that went, to head, went on to head the Republican National Committee that put George Bush into the office of president. For ourselves and for future generations, a new world order, a world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. When we are successful, and we will be, we have a real chance at this new world order, an order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the UN's founders. It was 1978, and it was determined that I had endured sufficient trauma to carry out my first trial run operation. An enormous quantity of cocaine had been flown in on one of these operations, and I was to deliver it into the neighboring state of Arkansas. At that time, Bill Clinton's drug operation was in full swing. He was governor of Arkansas, and I delivered this cocaine to a remote airport in Washita Forest, which I've since identified as Mena Airport. I also delivered a little packet of information and a small quantity of cocaine, a personal stash from J. Bennett Johnston to Bill Clinton. I delivered it to Bill Clinton and he cut out two lines of the coke, and he did inhale. <laughs> that certainly wasn't the only time I saw Bill Clinton using cocaine. My sexual experience with Bill Clinton was extremely limited, in spite of the fact that I was a sex slave. It was my experience that Bill Clinton is bisexual, leaning far more towards a homosexual end. All I've ever seen him involved in was the homosexual activity um, with very limited experience with him myself, whereas my experience was much more uh, prevalent with Hillary Clinton because Hillary is also uh, bisexual, leaning more towards a homosexual end, and it was she who accessed my sex programming 
to fulfill her perversions, cocaine operations. Lampy, Missouri was a place where I heard George Bush and Bill Clinton talking. I, where, from, from the point of view I had, they certainly were friends, and they didn't recognize any party lines between them. That's something for the, you know, a smoke and mirrors illusion for the public. It's not something they adhere to because they had exactly the same agenda, and that was for bringing in this new world order. I heard George Bush talking at that time. He was talking to to Bill Clinton, and, and I've since photographically recorded it and, and wrote it verbatim in our book, that when the American people became disillusioned with Republicans leading them into the new world order, that Bill Clinton, as a Democrat, was going to be put into the office of president. This was decided in 1984. Actually, I'd heard about it even prior to that. But that, as of 1984, they were already discussing it as an absolute fact. It was also discussed and the groundwork for NAFTA, that by the time George Bush went into the office of president, that Salinas was going to become president of Mexico, and they together would be bringing in the um, NAFTA, which was the beginning of, of New World Order controls. So yes, the world is a stage, and we are not even aware of it, half of us, what's going on, and that we can change it. You know, we have more control than we really realize. So Father God, right now I just lay down all these plans of the New World Order at your feet and I just ask that you crush them and stomp them. And you say, not today, Satan. You are in control, you are powerful, you are God. And we, as your children, believe that we have power with just our words, Lord. And let people wake up to the fact that they can speak life or death into their life and into the world and into their cities and lord i just pray to god that this podcast changes the way people speak and that that changes the way the world is and i thank you so much for this voice that you've given me i thank you so much for the motivation to keep on coming even on the days that i feel like nobody even cares that i am even out here and i just thank you that you care and that you keep keep me keep me going and you keep joy in my heart and you wake me up every single day. And I thank you so much for the people that are listening. And I pray for a hedge of protection over there and over them. I said over there because I'm thinking of the Irish folks that I saw listen to this podcast. And I am Ireland blood. So there's some reason you have them listening. And I pray for my people over there in Ireland. I just pray the hedge of protection for them. Of where I where I originate from. I just pray from that place, Lord. And I pray for the United States where you put me. And I pray that for every person that's listening in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Fact check, fact check in real time. Last time at the first debate, we had millions of people uh, fact checking. So I expect we'll have millions more fact checking uh, because, you know, it is, uh, it's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. I almost forgot to play you guys the Buzz Aldrin clip, so here it is. Why has nobody been to the moon in such a long time? <laughs> That's not an eight-year-old's question. <laughs> That's my question. I want to know, but I think
think I know. Because we didn't go there, and and that's the way it happened. And, and if it didn't happen, it's nice to know why it didn't happen. So in the future, if we want to keep doing something, we need to know why something stopped in the past that we wanted to keep it going. I actually just read this, the fact check for this, and it's freaking hilarious. So, Buzz Aldrin admitted an exchange and captured on a video that we never went to the moon. False. And then this is what they say. In July of 2018, a video hit social media that purportedly captured Apollo 11 astronaut Buzz Aldrin in the second man of history to set foot on the lunar surface, admitting to a young child that we, he never actually went to the moon. Many video-based rumors that we investigate requires to keep an eye out for deceptive edits or altered videos. In this case, however, all we had to do is debunk this one and listen to the question asked by the young child given to Buzz. Child, why has nobody been to the moon in a long time? Aldrin, that's not an eight-year-old's question. That's my question. I want to know, but I think I know because we didn't go there. That's the way it happened. And if it didn't happen, it's nice to know why it didn't happen. So in the future, if we want to keep doing something, we need to know why something stopped in the past if we want to keep going. <laughs> so they're saying the wording of Aldrin's answer may have been confusing. No, it wasn't confusing, fact checkers. You're a bunch of idiots. <laughs> so stupid. Can't even handle the stupidity anymore. It's just stupid. That's they didn't even fact check anything. They just made people not go listen. That's all they did. Wow, I'm blown away. Until next time, all my listeners, have a great week. Well, I might not be posting next week cuz my sister's getting married, but I will try. We'll talk to you soon.